1: and composer and arranger, bleeding the genres of hip hop, R and B, pop crossover, and Christian contemporary. She's a community-minded multipreneur and is navigating her independent artist career with the formation of her own publishing company and record label, Stay Royal Records. Also known as Kim by her close friends and family, my guest is the embodiment of joy and has a voice that elevates. Please join me in welcoming the very talented Lady Dang. Hello. How are you today?
2: Hey, 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 Nikki. So glad to be here. Thank you.
1: You're quite welcome. Welcome to Mixing It, and thank you so much for joining me today. I am so impressed with you. I knew the minute that I heard your music on Reverb Nation that I had to have you on the show, especially, too, because you had this really, really unique image on your, your profile there, too, which which I was intrigued about, because a, a lot of people put different types of photos there, and, and I liked the whole, like, cartoon character vibe that, that you had with your image, so I was, like, really intrigued, even when I was listening to the music. I'm sure Thank there's you. a lot that motivates you. You're welcome. I'm sure there's a lot that motivates you. Can you tell me why you get up in the morning?
2: <laughs> For me, I just get to live. So I'm excited about living (laughs) because there's so much to do. There's so much to be a part of and so much to experience and uh, witness, even for other people who are doing what they do. And I think life in general just excites me. So I can't wait to get up in the morning, basically, is why I get up in the morning. (laughs) That's
1: really a great philosophy to have because it seems like you view everything, you know, the glass half full rather than the glass half empty, if you will. So that's really a great emotion and methodology to have. And I just love that. And I'm sure that you probably have a ton of things that you do on a daily basis, obviously, because you are very, very busy. But can you take us through a typical day for you?
2: Sure. So for now, music isn't 100% my career And as an indie artist, there's just other career or modes of occupation. (laughs) And music can actually be a viable career 100% of the time. So I am a property manager. So with that, I could be doing laundry, dishes, yard work, fixing things, you know, on any typical day. Or I'm also a hairstylist for 22 years. Wow. And yeah, I love still to this day doing hair. Twenty two years in the business, thirteen years in San Diego County and my clients are like family, so to see them and service them are one of my greatest joys for the day when I when I do take them. That's a whole day generally. I try to slice up my days pretty organized where I'm not doing different things on different days. I try to dedicate a day for property management. I try to dedicate a day for hair and then dedicate days towards music. So I try to get at least four things in a week for music itself, whether it be even writing a line to supposed song or, or just submitting the possibility of sync licensing placement or video premiere or something like that on uh, other platforms that want to premiere uh, and showcase indie artists such as yours. So that's why this is so exciting for me is that you heard me on Reverb Nation and it was so like amazing to hear from you.
1: <laughs> I'm an indie artist too, so I definitely know the struggle. Right. And (laughs) no, I do. I mean, this is one of the reasons why Natalie and I have started Sisters in Music because both of us have been in the business an extended period of time. And it's almost as if there's like a stigma around the whole indie or I like to say "do it yourself" or unsigned, right? We've even talked about doing a clubhouse event around "Indie is not a dirty word," right? But you, <laughs> like so many other independent artists, are you're doing the the multiple day jobs, if you will, to yes. be able to continue to do the music. And you're doing the right things. You know, you're definitely doing the right things with the Reverb Nation submitting to various types of events or submissions or opportunities and keeping the songwriting, all of that alive on a daily, weekly basis. So it's awesome. I'm sure even with, with COVID, it's been a challenge for you, especially if being a hairdresser, because I'm sure that you had to stop for a while, right? I'm assuming that you're back doing that at least some part of the time.
2: I have a really unique situation in that when COVID hit, it did affect my business on both ends on the property management end and on the hairstyling end. But it was more of a time for regrouping and just pivoting, you know, into what uh, a viable schedule to invite music. In even more would look like, and so even though there were challenges in those areas with COVID, I mean, I'm I'm a person of faith, so I I try not to worry too much about finances. I I just feel like I'm always going to get taken care of, regardless of what the world is going through. So, (laughs) and it seems that faith just always pays off because something always works out, and I just wait for it. I just wait to look for what is about to be worked out, you know? (laughs)
1: That's a good way to look at things. It it really is because otherwise you're just constantly like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? But so I guess it sounds like it was a blessing in disguise, right? So to speak, as much as, you know, one can say COVID is a blessing, right? But you're not the only person that has said that to me in that while one avenue may have caused some challenges, they found that one door closes, another one tends to open. So it sounds like there you go. Yes, that yes. whole beat <laughs> philosophy seems to be paying off. So let's <laughs> talk you. about some of your music because, like I said, I was really impressed. And even after uh-huh. you know, you sent me two of your songs for us to share with our listeners. I found myself going out to your. You know, I was out on your website. I've been going through like all your vi- videos. I'm like, oh, this is a really cool <laughs> song, you know. And it's, so it's it's Thank really you. great because I enjoy listening to to many different things, and it's always yeah. fun for me to see how other people are interpreting or blending. So I was really excited to hear some of the things that you're doing. So let's let's talk about Wonder Woman because I believe that is actually the song that you submitted to me, but that's a recent single. How long did that take, and how was it received?
2: Oh, my word. Wonder Woman is one single that I put out in December of 2020, and that journey was actually a three-year journey for... So I actually started writing it in October 2017, And it just took me on a trip all around the world for its production, for its um, vetting process, because I'm really interested in breaking into TV, film, and ads in placement. And I've been studying under this community for probably the last three years, probably two years consistent, and just learning the business side of how to break into that. It just opened up a whole world for Wonder Woman on the production side, the vetting. I didn't even know that there was a process of vetting (laughs) songs. It, It just opened up my eyes to understanding the business side more. And Wonder Woman to date is my most successful single. Oh, great. It took three years. Yeah. And it's my most successful single, which is like you're never guaranteed that, right? It's like you, you never, you're never guaranteed all that work that 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 a song, that one song and it wasn't even an album, you know? Right, <laughs> um, right. Right. But you just have to trust, you know, you have to trust your gut. And it ended up being, and it's still going. It's making some ripple effects that I'm following, including this opportunity here. So I really <laughs> I can't. I can't thank you enough. It's been a fun ride. Oh,
1: you're quite welcome. And it's interesting that you said that you just recently released this because I actually thought it was written in response to what is currently going on in the world today. So that's interesting that it's been in progress for three years. Was there anything particular, like a particular meaning behind the song, or was it inspired by something specific, or it's just a culmination of events?
2: I'd say it's a little bit of both, for sure. When I started writing in October 2017, the first Wonder Woman movie had come out earlier that year, and it ended up being one of my favorite movies of the year. So when I came across this beat that I had bought and started writing, I went into this kind of dream state where I thought, oh, wow, I wonder... If Wonder Woman's coming out with a sequel, I wonder when that is. Could this be something that I could pitch to? Not necessarily just for the uh, for the movie. That's that's a high a high mountain. That's shooting for the stars. But at least maybe some ads or something like that, or even games or whatnot. But nine months later, when the the second course came, we were in the middle of hearing about the Me Too movement and the Harvey Weinstein things were kind of coming out in Hollywood, and those dark things were coming out regarding uh, what women have endured. And then, and then it made me reflect on, you know, the women in my life and then also my own story. From the second verse on, it ended up being more of a culmination at that point where I could see there was a deeper story here wanting to be told uh, just regarding a woman's experiences and the overcoming stories of women that are public and private. There's so many stories that uh, have been heard, but there's so many stories that still have yet to be heard. And I found myself actually crying at the dining room table on the second verse because I understood the weight of what this was about. And it was an honor, really, to be given this gift. And I, I really wanted to do my best, you know, with it. So it's it's interesting that you said that you thought it was recently written Because all that I know, it's it's up to the heavens as far as timing is concerned on when something is released when it comes to me. But uh, it just seems like perfect timing because right now, there's such a call to women right now. As you know, with you formulating Sisters in Music, there's definitely uh, an energetic, radioactive thing going on when it comes to women on earth right now. (laughs) Oh, I'm just glad to be a part of that narrative. I'm not necessarily just the angst of what we've endured, but more like the solution-based that we have solutions to bring to the table. And I'm, I'm excited to be a small part of that narrative right now.
1: And I think that's great. And I want to play this for everyone, but then I want to come back to a couple things that you said, because it is actually very, very interesting And I love doing this because this is one of the reasons why I love interviewing people is I love to get insight and different perspectives from songwriters. And you're going to probably be astonished with some of the similarities between the two of us which is, <laughs> is, I love it. It, uh, it It's one of the fun things I love to do is say, well, you know, that's really funny. This is something that I did. How funny. We're both doing this at the same time. But anyway, before we get to that, let's take a song break and let's play for you Wonder Woman by the fabulous
0: Lady Dang. Oh, Wonder Woman.
1: did a fantastic job with it and one of the things that I'm like jealous of to be honest is I can't rap or bean so (laughs) no I can't I'm just like gosh she just makes this seem like it's second nature it's so easy it's so fluid and in my opinion it is something that is very unique and sets you apart because there are not a lot of artists that can do both sing and rap a lot of times either one or the other and you really don't hear blending that. Massive kudos to you for that, because mm-hmm. I think that the blend is spectacular, and it's one of the reasons that I really enjoy listening to your music. And I can actually say that very honestly, because I've gone back several times on your YouTube and the songs that you've sent me to play them. They're very vibey, hip, current, which is great. It's It's one of the things that I love about discovering new independent artists is there's so much and so much talent out there that people don't realize and Mm -hmm. you know you're you're definitely one of them and one of the things that I wanted to ask you you're welcome and one of the things that I wanted to ask you before we get into uh what I had mentioned before we took a break for your song was the genres that you blend are not typical which is very, very interesting. So I'd like you to tell us, if you could, who your greatest influences are for life and music, because I'm sure that there's something behind the reason why you're blending these.
2: (laughs) Well, as I mentioned before, uh, my faith is huge in my life. It's actually core and centered to me and Definitely, you know, shout out to Jesus, (laughs) but as far as my life influence is concerned and ongoing life influence is concerned, but also the faith families that I'm surrounded by practically, I have incredible pastors and coaches and also peers that are very unique in their own right and walking in that uniqueness in a really special way that I hadn't been to exposed to for you know most of my life so it's nice to walk with uh, certain people who own how it is they are made uh, without apologizing for it and, and it's a really a great example in the faith because you see, don't necessarily associate boldness of uniqueness with faith but I've I've seen it time and time again, so that definitely is an influence for my life and music with the, you know, Christian contemporary, and music, definitely the infamous uh, Lauren Hill, who sings and raps as well, she was definitely one of the pinnacle female artists that I grew up on, and really resonated, such as the rest of the world, with what she had to say and to formulate in her songs, because it wasn't like this kind of materialistic, you know, overly sexualized type of <laughs> music that I, I can truly appreciate, you know.
1: <laughs> right. No, I, I hear you 110%. And it's actually quite funny because Natalie and I were talking about Lauren Hill the other day. We were. Uh, I was like, oh, remember Lauren Hill in the Sister Act? We were talking about that just the other day, and I'm a huge fan huge fan of Lauren Hill and I could definitely see where her music has influenced you now that you've mentioned her name. So I could definitely see that. <laughs>
2: Thank one you. of the things yeah.
1: well you're welcome. So real quick I'm just gonna go off script a little bit because sure. when you were talking about Wonder Woman, you brought up some of the events going on the Wonder Woman movie. A huge fan myself. Didn't like the second one that much, but the first one was great. EO you know, it's funny because I have a song called Captain America that actually was inspired by Chris Evans. And it's funny because when that came out, everyone was like, well, why didn't you write a song about Wonder Woman? <laughs> and I was I was like, well, you know, it, first of all, Wonder Woman isn't out yet. And second of all, Captain America is, is, is gender neutral. That's how I decided to, to play it. <laughs> I'm like, Maybe Chris Evans inspired it, but it's Captain America. It doesn't say man. It doesn't say woman. Gender neutral, so it, but it but it's funny how nice. we pick different Marvel character. She's actually DC Comics, but superheroes to write about. But the other thing that I picked up on is as you were continuing to write that song, and how it was extending over you know multiple months or, or even years. You tagged into the Me Too movement as well, which. I know a lot of us, including myself, have also tagged into that in terms of powering songs and things like that. So you've done a great job with that song encompassing Wonder Woman methodology and
2: female hmm. empowerment. So it's awesome. So it's great. Thank you. I love your I've listed, per- um, you're not the only one that spied on music. I've. <laughs> <laughs> been spying on your music and on rotation in my car while I'm running errands and yes, I did come across the Captain America song, so I just wanted to let you know I'm spying on you too and I, I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy your music as well.
1: <laughs> oh, well thank you. To, hey spy. You know, that's that's what we need to do. We need to we need to spy <laughs> so that we can inspire and empower each other. That is definitely yeah. something that we need to do. Yes, so I wanted to ask, and this is the one question that I do ask everyone who joins my show is, obviously you're a singer-songwriter, so do you have any songwriting tips that you'd like to share with any budding songwriters out there, something that maybe you've learned from somebody that you would like to pass on?
2: Oh, gosh, that's such a huge treasure trove. But definitely the first thing that comes to mind is authenticity, if you can write from an, a really authentic place, you're never going to go wrong. I think that's the best compass. You're not trying to be anybody else. You know, you're just trying to tell your story or a story that's interpreted through your eyes, your way, and to stay true to that. Regardless of, um, you know, if it's not accepted or accepted by other people, it'll always be a great foundation to stay on. And more practically speaking, besides the, the inner voice of authenticity would be I don't believe anybody has writer's block. <laughs> mm. I, I I believe I that's I I believe that's a that's a trick of the mind, you know, that tries to come and block you and to just simply go outside and take a walk and take in the sun and take a break, walk away, live your life while you're writing and knowing when to take those breaks you're going to be right back in the flow instead of just sitting there trying to hammer something out and forcing it that doesn't want to come just yet but you have to trust that it is going to come that it's going to come on its own time and I believe that that's like life's silent whisper to invite us to go outside and and rest and live you know so that we can write some more
1: both of those are great tips and great advice and I'm really bad with the going out and and taking a break so I need to start setting like a time I am I am I'm really bad because I really need to start setting a timer say okay you now need to go take a walk and I think that's great advice Great advice. Great tips. So with that, let's take a uh, short break here from a word from one of our partners in podcasting. We'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on Sim Radio.
0: Hey, this is Laura Cheadle, and you're listening to Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the SIM Radio Network. Check out my new single, Everybody Say, now on Spotify. Sisters in music, together we are stronger.
1: And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network. And my guest, the multi-talented artist, Lady Dang. Can you tell us where you got your start in music?
2: Oh, my word. I was signed with a record label, actually, at 22 after being invited to be on the soundtrack. I was in a group at the time, and we got shelved because there were inner situations with the label that we didn't know about and was kind of out of our hands. You know, it was an indie label. So, But before that, the group, which was with a girl that is an MC, she raps, her name's MC Melody. She's still one of my best friends to this day up in L.A. She's the one that actually kind of coaxed me into performing before we got signed. This is how we got exposed to the label in the first place, is that she uh, requested for me to be a part of the show and I was just a bunch of nerves because I had never done anything like that before. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I wrote a lot and just from then on I just caught that I did write a lot I just didn't perform anything and she she just saw something in me that I didn't see in myself and I think that's the biggest thing, right? It's like there's people that see things in you that you don't see just yet, and you just take the invite, and next thing you know, you're on a whole other road to something else. A whole
1: other road, yep. <laughs> empowering, empowering. That's what we're supposed to do, empower each other. That's awesome. Yeah. And I love hearing the fact that you're still very, very close friends, because that's always important, is to have those angels, if you will, walk with you on your career. Yes. I wanted to ask you, because... Obviously, you're dabbling in, in various different things. I know you've talked about you're trying to get more into sink placements, which is a great, great place to be. Lots of opportunity there. What do you want people to remember about you?
2: As a person, uh, just that I fired all my arrows before it's time for me to go and be out of here but you know that I live my life as fully as possible and I I tried for the things that I believed are in my gift mix not not for ego's sake but just to see and and try to be a part of and learn that they would remember me as a consummate learner like a forever student curious and just ready to try things but um, also you know just to serve because I don't believe it's just like you with Sisters in Music. I believe, I'm not going to assume, but I believe it's, you've opened up this safe haven in order to empower, just like you said, other artists, including yourself. And if I were to come into Think Placement and go into those worlds, and I can also become a safe place to help open doors for other people as well. And that's the point, you know, like.
1: <laughs> well, right. So. And. You're exactly correct, and that, that is the point. It actually is very refreshing to talk to other artists. And, it, you know, and I've also talked to artists who aren't interested. I've talked to artists, women, who just aren't interested. They're, they're very concerned with their own careers. They're not willing to give back. They don't want to empower. And that is what Sisters in Music is all about. We want mm. to empower other women. We want to teach. You know, a win for one is a win for all. That's how... We're looking at it, Mm -hmm. and, you know, we think it's important to embrace each other's differences, and, you know, that's one of the reasons why I love offering these opportunities, because I get excited and inspired and learn Mm -hmm. new things, even when I'm talking to new artists, listening to different types of music, watching and seeing, you know, how are they constructing their songs? You know, that's one of the biggest things for me is I go and I go and look and see what are they what are they blending what you know how are how are their songs structured and so on and so forth nerdy i guess if you will but
2: yeah (laughs) it,
1: it but it's it's exciting and if i can at least provide something in return like an interview or being part of a spotify playlist or having a chat on clubhouse or doing an instagram saturday live and giving somebody an opportunity to perform live then it's worth it right it's 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 give and take on both ends, so it's awesome that that's the way that you want to be remembered as. And I think that's the, the most one of the most important things that we all can aspire to is that we're here to
2: make the world a better place before we leave. I guess, if you will. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Amen <laughs> to that. So Amen good. To that. Good segue <laughs> into
1: the next song that you brought. Can you tell us a little bit about praise, maybe what inspired it, and then we'll we'll throw this on and, and let everybody hear it?
2: Praise is all bust out song of how my faith has empowered me to express myself, not better than anyone else, but just go full throttle on what it is that I bring to the table, but also glorifying the very reason why I'm doing the things that I'm doing, which is my faith in Jesus. It, it's just a, it's a love letter to to God, basically, but also the double prong is is that I'm busting out as much as I'm thanking the actual source of why I'm busting out in it. So (laughs) there's a a pause, there's a little, there's a bridge in there, but it's a a sermon bridge of T.D. Jake, who has been a huge influence in my faith walk as just a a huge bishop online. He's out of Dallas, Texas. If anybody ever gets curious as to why he is like the father one of my fathers in the faith, check him out. But he has a thundering voice in the bridge and it was just perfect for what it is that I was trying to express.
1: (laughs) It it really, I love this song as well. And now I'm I'm getting ahead of even playing it, but it definitely encompasses Christian contemporary vibe. You know, a lot of that R&B hip hop type blend. And then it's really, really unique. And I, thoroughly enjoyed it. So I'm sure that everyone else is going to enjoy it. So why don't we throw it on and listen to Praise by the fabulous Lady Dang.
0: When you add it all up Count everything now Count it all
1: enjoyed this one and Wonder Woman. I mean, Wonder Woman was one of the main reasons why I wanted to to talk to you because I, I really, really, really loved that song. So obviously, it's been a while since you came out with anything new. Do you have anything in the pipeline? When do you think you'll be coming out with new music for everyone?
2: Right now, I'm definitely writing. I have two songs that I believe and I'm hoping for an album. I'm unsure if it's going to be an EP as of this point. But I am writing and I'm hoping to get back into the studio in March, if not April. But I'm allowing myself the time because Wonder Woman took three years and it actually just came out in December 2020. So I'm okay with timing, but I hope to get back into the studio. And I'm I'm in a place where I'm like going behind the veil, basically. I'm I'm letting people into the process of what it is that I'm doing while I'm doing it, which is the first for me. It's not something that uh, I'm used to. And so I I will be taking people on the ride to this journey that I'm experiencing next. And uh, (laughs) I hope for an album. Uh, But it's definitely... Right now we have two full songs, and um, I'm definitely wanted to make sure that each song is up to par and as good if not higher than than Wonder Woman in production and performance. So
1: Awesome. Yeah, it's it's a road. It's a journey. And I agree with you. Time is time. I also know too that nowadays they say, Oh, you gotta come out with a new single every month and sometimes you're like, Really? (laughs) No, I don't just put one out and I can take a couple of months to chill and yeah, continue to promote that rather than going right back into the studio. So I praise you on taking your time and, and doing what's right for you because that's all that matters. Any
2: Thank you. are welcome.
1: Anything else you'd like to share with our listeners, uh, how about where they can find you on social media?
2: Okay. They can find me at, on IG at Lady Dang World. Um, I have a Linktree, uh, Universal Linktree link that's basically Linktree Lady Dang World. Facebook is Lady Dang Music. I'm not really super active on a bunch of different social medias just because it's so hard to <laughs> keep So up hard this, to keep up. Just, yeah, I'm trying to do at least those two or three well. But YouTube channel is also Lady Dang, Lady Dang at YouTube, so... And Perfect. I and we will include,
1: yes, we Sorry. will include all those links for everyone in case you miss those. You'll be able to access those down in the informational section of Blog Talk Radio page. All right. I'd like to thank my wonderful guest, Lady Dang, for taking the time to chat with me today. It's really been a pleasure. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in for Mixing It. On behalf of everyone at Sim Radio, this is Nikki Chris. Until next time, keep on mixing it.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?